Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Summer of 84, which is a Shudder original. And this was actually a movie I watched a couple of times and I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first, but I think after the second or third time I started like kind of analyzing it when I was going through, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a little bit more. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Um, like I was, we were talking earlier. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, for the most part, but uh, there was a few like minor like things. The ending. Um, that, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I was a little maybe disappointed with, but you know, other than that, I think it was you know I did a good job of like representing the 80 suburbs and like you know the types of things um you know the types of things that they you know like just the vibe overall vibes you know yeah i agree uh so this is another movie that uh we were trying to find some more facts on but since i think this went through sundance at first so it went through their festival couldn't find a lot of financial uh information on it and what i did find though which is very weird and i don't know if this is 100 percent correct but i went to multiple different websites to just make sure this is right but apparently uh this movie only made six thousand one hundred and forty six dollars in the box office that's kind of crazy it's crazy. It's got to be a typo or something, I feel like. But... Maybe, or as I was saying earlier before we started, maybe that's a collection of people who were at the Sundance yeah. Festival that watched it, if I had to guess. Yeah, that that, that would make sense, too. Um, I mean, if it was like a limited viewing, you know. Yeah, because I couldn't find if this was uh, shown in theaters for how long it was shown in theaters or mm-hmm. anything like that. I couldn't even find how much this movie was bought for, like how much Shudder paid for it or mm-hmm. anything. It's it's very weird. It's one yeah. of those movies that it's it's really hard to find information on. A little less known than the other movies. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like the uh, – I think it was when we did Jacob's Wife last week. We kind of had the same, uh, I think, problem. I think it was Jacob's Wife. That one also came out like super recently, right? Yeah, uh, like this year, the like last two few weeks, weeks. I think. Yeah, it was great. Still, it's still a great movie. Make sure everybody goes watch that, supports it, all that stuff. It's on on demand. You can watch it wherever, rent it, anything. But uh, we're not talking about Jacob's Wife again, as much as I really, really, <laughs> really enjoyed that movie. It was great. Uh, I couldn't find any more facts other than like the people who starred in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think as we go on. We'll just we'll introduce them. Introduce them as we as we see them. Yeah, Aaron, I, I believe I started last week yeah. for the starting of the movie. So I'll let you do the honors of starting us off. Actually, okay. before we do that, we always forget to do this in the right order. <laughs> Got to talk about our socials. <laughs> So I'm sorry, guys. I know everybody just wants to go straight to the movie. Uh, I'm kind of the same way when I'm listening to podcasts, especially if it's ones I've listened to millions of times. I'm like, okay, I don't really need to know your socials and stuff again. <laughs> but uh, we're going to bore everybody with where you can find us. Uh, as 
We do every week like we're doing right now on Saturdays. We stream on Twitch at 9 p.m. All these episodes are streamed live. So if everybody's curious as what we do to get our audio, it's live every Saturday at twitch.com slash thebaronshideout underscore podcast. And you can also find us on Twitter, which is – I always mess up this handle. So give me one second, guys, because I have a million handles. <laughs> so on Twitter – it's the B-H-O underscore podcast on Twitter. And that's where I'm pretty much active. Uh, we're also on Instagram, which is just the Baron's Hideout. And we're also on TikTok, which is also just the Baron's Hideout underscore uh, podcast. So, Aaron, where can people find you if they want to come and see some awesome pics of kitty cats? If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at double a a row. That's double a a r o w. Uh, feel free to follow me. I'll be posting updates on all the uh, on any information on the podcast. You know, when we go live, all that. Um, but yeah, like it us and say pictures of cats. Yeah, he has <laughs> very cute cats and he has very cute rats. So if you guys like cats and rats. Uh, go check out his Instagram. We also have a Discord, which if anybody is interested in that, I usually post that in with the link tree, I believe, on all the places that this episode gets put onto. Um, also, our Patreon, which has been getting some activity. And should we yeah. talk about who uh, who came and supported us this week out of the blue? Oh, yes. Yes, we should. So, uh, I woke up, I think it was Thursday morning, because mm-hmm. uh, we had to do, we had to switch around our schedule today, because for anybody who doesn't know, we do exclusive uh, topic-based episodes over on Patreon weekly. We try to do them on Wednesday, but we had to switch it around uh, this week uh, due to Aaron's sanity. <laughs> so, I woke up getting ready to record with Aaron on Thursday morning. And I woke up to Spencer Charnas, the lead singer slash mastermind of Ice Nine Kills, came in, dropped us some uh, some dollar bills. Oh, yeah. And it's very <laughs> fitting because we were doing our Ice Nine Kills episode that day. <laughs> so I was just like, hmm, very weird. So, uh, Spencer, if you're listening to Thank this, you man, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, coming and supporting us fools and <laughs> and listening to us, you know, Talk about movies badly. (laughs) (laughs) Much appreciated. Yes. And uh, I usually go over to tears every single time we talk about our Patreon. And it's it's literally just a bunch of stuff. If you guys want to check it out, just because it takes so much time to go go through all of them, make sure you go and just check out uh, the Baron's hideout underscore podcast on Patreon. And we have three tiers. It starts at $1, it goes to $3, and then it goes to $6. So, um... Make sure, make sure you uh, you come and uh, support us a little bit. I was trying one thing that I thought Patreon had, and I could have sworn they had it a long time ago. Was like a free one where you could mm-hmm. just go there and just follow it, and you would yeah, just yeah. be there to just show some sort some sort of support. Just because I I am the type of person that doesn't really like asking money from people, mm-hmm. but at the same time we're doing something. That's really fun, and everybody likes it, and we want to get better, 
and with any kind of support that you guys want to throw towards us, it's going to make everything that we do here a lot better and allow us to do better things and look better and sound better. Uh, so I think that's about it for where you can find us. And yeah. now I will let Aaron take us away. I'm traveled back to 84. Summer of 84. The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males aged 12 to 16. It's a serial killer. The Cape May Chronicle received a letter from an individual calling themselves the Cape May Slayer. There's a serial killer on the What else could possibly be this exciting? Incoming titties. 12 o'clock. Guys, Nikki Keshuba. Scientifically the perfect woman. Huh. Better view of my room than I thought. Silly dreams. Emergency meeting. Treehouse. Now, Mackie is the Cape May Slayer. Mackie's a cop with a sick reputation. Wasn't counting on us. David. Hey. Guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. You're gonna get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about it. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys at the station are gonna love this. <laughs> Just let it go. Sorry again that you're uh, grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. start off and you got your typical 80s uh you know like uh suburbs just all the houses of name they all got manicured lawns um yep. you know just a normal average neighborhood nothing weird goes on there <laughs> um, but then we meet davy who is um a local boy in a town called ipswich oregon Yep. Um, which actually, I'm not sure if that was if that's even a real town or not, but um, uh, I didn't look that up, so I don't know. Yeah, me either. Uh, I even asked Courtney because my girlfriend, because you know she's from Oregon, but she didn't know. So, for anybody who wants to fill us in on that, please uh, leave a comment or <laughs> anything and uh, correct us. But, anyways, Davy is a paper delivery boy. Uh, he's riding through town. He's making his deliveries. And he comes across his neighbor, Mr. Mackey, right? Yeah, Mackey. Yep, Mr. Mackey. Who is a police officer. Uh, a little background. Um, there is a killer in town. This, well, at first, oh, it's just 13. Quote, unquote, in town, yeah. Yeah, in town. Um, so yeah, teenage boys over the past decade, I believe it was 13 teenage boys had gone missing. Yeah, something um, like that. And, you know, nobody they didn't really have any, you know, cracks in the case. Uh, one thing to know about Davey, though, is he's a conspiracy theorist. Um, he's got a history. 
Yep. Uh, he's got a history with his friends and, you know, his family for, you know, being like almost paranoid and like, you know, looking into things a little too much, but um, he may be onto something this time. But the funny thing is, is like when we're at that age, don't we, don't we kind of do that? Like we're, we're all always, like, like that. Questioning yeah. things and That's what you sp- get like explanations for like weird things and yep. we get intrigued by the weird stuff, you know, so I feel like I was like that when I was uh when I was younger because I think he's adventurous. I don't think they disclosed how old they are, but they must be fourteen. I think 15. he's like fifteen, yeah. So probably about a freshman in high school, uh, freshman maybe beginning of sophomore year, something like that. I mean, it's not really that important, but yeah, yeah they're all about fifteen years old. And obviously, we don't uh, see the uh, school because it's the summer. Summer of eighty four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the school year before. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, he is suspects that his neighbor, Mr. Mackey, is a serial killer. Uh, at this point, um, he doesn't really have any solid evidence. He delivers his uh, newspaper to him. Yep. And he invites him in his house to help him carry something down to his basement. Um, and Davey is, his father's a journalist, so... He's really into like camera work, direct, you know, wanting to like direct, learn to direct movies and you know, photography stuff like that. Uh, he sees um, Mackie's black room, super intrigued by it. Yep. Uh, so he's helping him carry. I don't even know what it was. Some kind of piece of furniture, though. It looked like some sort of um, sorting table. It had, I think, like drawers in it, and on the top it was yeah. like flat. So I imagine he's probably going to use that to just have like. If he's using it for with what we think we're, he's using it for, maybe just for like blank <laughs> paper or something for film. And uh, yeah. also, when they go down there, we get like a little bit of like a, a jump scare from the um oh, the water heater, the water heater, which I think was kind of I don't know it was if a little, it was really called for. It was a but, little cheap, but yeah. it was a nice like uh, way to open it i guess you know and also did you, you notice how dark his house is he has no lights. oh my on god it. i know and, yeah none of the switches work throughout the movie yeah it's just like that is this so guy's weird. got really how faulty this, wiring <laughs> how's this guy living in the dark and the only light that we see is the sun and then the uh the lights in the dark room is very weird well creepy but so uh yeah, so as I mentioned, Davey has a history of, you know, being a conspiracy theorist, so people just kind of, they don't, they just take everything he says with a grain of salt at yep. this point. Uh, they don't believe him, um, so, but he's convinced at this point. Yeah, he's, um, but, yeah especially, like, after they, uh, they get in at the, the clubhouse and all the other yep. stuff. and Oh, they start watching funny <laughs> they're, they're like watch, they're looking at the magazines and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little clubhouse yeah but yeah classic uh classic <laughs> but yeah. anyways uh as teenage boys continue to go missing so it's 13 and growing at this point and they start calling the killer the cape may slayer yes um they do i think he um when does that happen? Does that happen like at the beginning of the movie? Was yeah, it, I think he like watching with his the... mom. I think. Uh, I think it's um he goes into the phone onto the phone and his dad is on the phone, but he gets like oh, called in. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, so after they do the whole, like, um, they have, like, a quick game of Manhunt, and another thing we need to oh, yeah, yeah. here is that um, when they're doing Manhunt, Davey sees a boy in Mackie's Oh, yeah, house. that's a big thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> so um, he's in the house, and then he looks away, or, like, his other friends, which all his friends, their names are Eats. That's, like, short for... um. Uh, crap, I didn't write down his... Actually, I, did I actually have it right here somewhere. His Eats. full name is Tommy, but the, and his oh. last name is Eaton, so they call him Eats. Oh, yeah, Eaton. Yep. So um, we have him. We have Faraday, who is like the nerdy group, the nerdy boy in the group. Uh, Davey, who Part is the one. main the main character we focus on. And like the leader. So we have like all the stero- stereotypical like um, group like, of boys. We got the nerdy one. We got the one who thinks he's a badass. We got the... The chubby one, and then we get the leader of the group. So it's like if you watch like it, um, if you watch um, Stand by Me, if you watch um, the Goonies, like anything that like revolves around like mystery youth. and like in youth, yeah, yeah, like youth group movies. I usually just call these like kid group movies because that's what they usually are, and they usually in like mystery movies and horror movies and like the tv show like stranger things that's another one that you can add on to there so this is like a a pretty popular uh um uh like genre or like plot i guess you can say yep group of protagonists (laughs) yeah so there we get introduced by to them when um they're looking at the porn mag right i think they yep after he gets caught at the, at man manhunt, they go and hang out in the it's like clubhouse. A tree house. Which, I think it's eats an eats backyard. Yeah, he says that his dad's gonna like tear it down or something. Yep. And I don't know, like this part, this especially with all like the your mom jokes. <laughs> I feel like this movie came out a little too late. Yeah, I think if this was like earlier. In like the two thousands, I think this movie would would have hit a little bit harder. Yeah, but um, it's still it's still fun. Yeah, I still enjoy it a lot. But I noticed too, like little things like the way they talk. It's not like um obviously, like I said, like the setting. You know, it's like back in the and like, but exactly. the way they talk is very, I guess, modern or like you know, like um, you know, they talk more so how people would nowadays. Um, yeah. Like little things like phrasing or certain words that they use, but yeah, I think they did that just to kind of uh, modernize it just a little bit for yeah. us. So then, yeah, after that, he starts talking about all the boys being missing, and then like, oh god, here comes here goes Davy again talking about his conspiracy theories and all that stuff, and then uh, Davy goes home, and then. He he looks at Nikki's house and they're joking and he's joking saying like oh I see her naked because Nikki's like this girl that they're all like oh my gosh she's like the perfect person and yep and he, used she used to be, to be his babysitter right yep used to be Davy's babysitter and all this other stuff and they live like side by side so he's like joking around like oh I see them naked and then we get like <laughs> after he does that we see like a, him go to his other window and then look at another house and then Mackie's house and the house besides Mackie's house is all all black and then at this point Mackie actually has lights on in his house so I guess he only turns them on at night which is weird hmm. uh, yeah and 
So do we get the walkie-talkie scene here, or is that... That's a little bit further. Yeah, so... Yeah, because then I think they meet... Oh, there's something I have to add here. Because they go to the next day. I think he also says, hey, let's go on the Ipswich Lanes. So oh, the bowling like a, alley. The yep. bowling alley. And they see Nikki there, who's DJing. I guess she's like also like a DJ on top of being like the hottest person in town. Or like whatever. <laughs> And it's funny because if anybody catches on to this, and I know for the people who watch like the, um, the Angry Video Game Nerd, they have Polybius cabinets that they're playing. And I'm going to go on a little backstory here of what Polybius is, or I should say quote-unquote is. Uh, apparently, like there was this con- people, this is like another conspiracy theory thing, so it ties into the movie a little bit. You know, they don't talk about this, but it's kind of cool. That mm-hmm. I guess people thought that the government, the government set up these cabinets in certain um, arcades, and it, it was called Plibius, and it was like a trial of like three different games. And apparently, there were like news stories and stuff in the eighties of kids like uh, passing out or having heart attacks or oh, really? something. And then they were like in the arcade, like people would see like Men in Black and stuff like that, wow. and. Uh, then one day, all of the Plibius, uh, Plibius cabinets just disappeared, and nobody nobody knows like what happened. They don't even know if it was real. They don't know if it was fake. So I think that was that's really cool. There was like two or three of them, which is very weird. Because what I heard huh. from stories and just like looking it up throughout the the year or so since the Angry Video Game Nerd episode came out, there would only be like one in each like arcade. Um, store like, huh? So I think that was that's really really cool that they added something like that into. The, yeah, uh, you don't really see what's being played on the screen, so I don't know how in depth they went in their knowledge yeah. of what Plibeth is. Um, that's so, pretty cool though. I mean, it's scary, but <laughs> oh, yeah, it wouldn't it's scary. wouldn't like surprise me if like the government was doing some kind of like psychological tests or something back at then, but. Yeah, I know, um, right? It's like, oh, all the kids are playing video games. Let's set up this one cabinet and then see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they see uh, they see Nikki, and then I think it cuts to uh, f- like a family dinner with uh, Davey. And um, the the news is on. And I don't think they're talking about the Cape May Slayer yet. I just um, watched this, and I completely forget, because there's, there's a couple of different yeah, like, TV same. scenes. I didn't write it down here, so I think it probably happens later on. So, um, Davey's mom tells his dad, like, hey, someone dropped this off for you. Uh, look at this. And he's like, oh, this must be the stuff for the May Festival. He looks at it, then he starts talking about how Nikki's parents are being divorced, and then Davey's oh, like, yeah. what? And hmm. then his mom's like, okay, well, it's not gossip. Let's just stop. <laughs> then we cut to Davey upstairs. I think he's about to go to bed. Or his mom saw him reading a book. I forget. There's multiple yep. scenes that are running through my mind. But what I've written down here is that he hears the phone go off while he's going to bed. And then overhears his dad talking to somebody saying that somebody wrote in a letter saying that they're the, the Cape May Slayer and that they've killed like 13 people. So then yeah. he then walkies his friends and tells them. And then everything just starts going absolutely crazy. They start really digging into this conspiracy theory thing and I think it's actually really cool. Yeah. Then um, I also have I think the boys actually go over to Davy's house 
and they see um, Nikki undressing in Davy's window, which <laughs> I think is kind of funny, but also kind of weird. I don't know how yeah. old I mean, this girl is. Probably a little bit. I think she's going to college, so she's probably a little bit older than them, you know? I, I'm hoping that she's at least of age, because, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they would film something with somebody not of age, right? I think that would be kind no. of, like, illegal. No. But, um... Yeah, they're all like, oh, shit, like, duck down, man, duck down. And then Davey's <laughs> just standing there, there like, oh, shit, she saw me. Because <laughs> she turns around and stares at him, and I think that's um, that's pretty funny. Love at first sight, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we get, like, a little bit of um more conspiracy theory stuff in there, theorizing that the Slayer wrote this letter. I believe they're in the, the library at this point, trying to get more information as to who this is and what the killings yep. are and where they are. And they're like, Davey tells, I believe Faraday, like, I think he wrote this letter in to kind of up the stakes because like nobody not... could find where he is or anything. Yeah. He's been killing like multiple people. And then they are looking on, I don't know what it's called, but when you go to like to like a library to have like a, an archive of like newspapers and other oh, stuff. I think it is the words archive. Yeah. 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 It must be like a newspaper art archive or something. And they just look at like all the people who are killed or gone missing and, mm-hmm. and they kind of tie that in. Didn't, um, like there's a real killer that they never caught. Um, the Trinity killer, I think they call him, um, that did that same thing though. He'd like write letters like to cops or like, um, to like police stations directly and be like, "Oh, I am the killer." Yeah. And swear. Oh my god. And he would like start to give them puzzles and stuff. Crap. What What was his actual name? What was his actual like killer name? I think it was Trinity Killer, but I could because be wrong. There's a couple of them. If anybody is listening right now. And oh no, I'm thinking chat, of Dexter. Uh, let us know. Because there was a killer who did that. I think in like the fifties or sixties or something like that. Yeah, and he they would like write in like newspaper clippings and like make like puzzles and stuff. I totally forget. There's a couple of games that are based off him too, I believe, and I think there's actually a movie. For some yeah. reason, the name was just escaping me. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the Trinity Killer. Though I was just thinking of that's from Dexter. Uh, I do forget <laughs> the Zodiac Killer. That's what they call Zodiac. Him. That's it. Yes, yes, that's exactly that's right. what the it Zodiac was. Killer. Yes. Yeah, um. Yeah. I don't think shit. they ever caught him. Um. To this day, I'm not sure. That's all I'll have to look up after this, after this, yeah. uh, and really see. But yeah, like that kind of reminded me of that of that though the, the lighter oh, and stuff. Imagine if they took the angle on this though, and yeah, the boys right. got like stuff like that to follow. Oh man, that, I think that would have played out. That would have been really pretty cool. crazy. Yeah, but then um yeah after they go there that we cut to another um, night of I guess them trying to play uh, manhunt. Yep. And they're like, oh, one of our dudes is down, uh, Sammy. we got to figure out where he is and all this other stuff. And then uh, they kind of branch off. Woody goes and deals with some of the other kids while uh, the rest of the, the main group go over to Sammy's house, which is the house that Danny um, – Danny, oh, my God. Uh, Davey was looking at in the beginning after he looked at Nikki's house and saw yep. that the lights were all out and then Mackie's house was all lit up. So they go there, the lights are still all out, they try opening up the door, and it's locked. locked. And then I was like, okay, well, Sammy's not here, so I'm not playing Manhunt. Sorry, numbers aren't up. Yeah. Um, and then, and, uh, did, did they discover... Okay. 
at this point they've did they discover the milk carton yet? Because I think that's right yes, after. This is when yeah. uh, Davy sees the milk carton. Yep. Yeah. So his parents are out on a date night. Um, which if there's a serial killer in the loose, um, after teenage boys and my only kid's a teenage boy, I'm not gonna be out on a date night and leave my kid home alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but especially me being a father, I wouldn't do that. All right. Um, but different times, I guess. You know, they weren't worried about it clearly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not as much as I should be. Um. So, uh, Davy's home alone. Uh, there's a note on the fridge. It's got like phone numbers and contacts on it, which will come into play later. Yeah. Uh, but it's there's a note from his dad. It's like working late again. Order a pizza or something like that. Uh. So he makes himself a peanut butter and jelly. It shows him making a sandwich. It looked then... really good, dude. It make me yeah, that did, made right? me very hungry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Right. Oh, something about movies. They just make food looks like the simplest things look so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, I can make make it looks like you made a bomb PB and J. So he grabs, he pours himself a glass of milk, and this is when you know they have cartons still, like you know cardboard cartons, uh, and they were posting like missing children and you know yeah. stuff of that nature on the back of them. He's drinking his milk. He notices the back, and he sees, I believe it's Sammy, right? Or, no, not Sammy, the other uh, kid. Dusty. Dusty. find out his name. Uh, um, one thing I want to note is, as weird, uh, this is going to sound very weird, guys. I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound super fucking weird. But, like, there, there are still, like, milks out there that put, like, that are in cartons. And I always kind of wanted to see a missing person on a milk carton. <laughs> that sounds very weird. Yeah, because but... you really only see it in movies and stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I really wanted to experience... I mean, I don't want anybody to go missing. I, I want to make that like completely <laughs> um, like known. I don't want anybody going missing. But I just want to see a missing person's face and stuff on a milk carton. Mm-hmm. That, that I want to put that on my bucket list. Right. Um. But go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah they don't really do the cartons anymore. But um, so I, I think oh. that kind of went away with those. But um, that would be pretty pretty interesting. I mean, they still post like signs and shit at like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, he notices this kid named Dusty, which um went missing as well. Uh. On the back of a milk carton, he realizes who he is, and he's like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> this just gives me more dirt. Yeah, um, it's like now I'm going really in. Um, so he brings it to his friends. Uh, they're like, "Oh, good, you get any calcium in?" He's like, "No, look at the carton." He's like, "That's dusty." Uh, <laughs> like who? <laughs> <laughs> like who? Oh, who's the ginger? Uh, that's dusty. Uh, he went missing few days ago or whatever and um so yeah, i think it was like a few weeks ago i think you said yeah which um yeah uh anyways they they're just like oh i don't think anything of it but then he ends up convincing them like you know there's this there's, there's something here and they end up going along with it uh so they this is when i believe they start tracking um Mackie's schedule. I yeah, believe, they go. Right? 
super hardcore because I think also Eats brother who works at the hardware store. Oh yeah. So also tells them it was just like so I've been told that Mackie's been grabbing like pounds and pounds of dirt, like, like hundreds every, like, of pounds of dirt. Yeah. Like almost every day and all this other stuff, and they're like, "What? Yep. <laughs> who who so. who buys that much dirt?" <laughs> And like pickaxes and stuff like that. Yeah, so this when they start going like really crazy. Yeah, so they they're following this guy around constantly, day and night, with notepads, Checking taking his notes. Trash. Yeah, going through his trash, um, blaming on raccoons. Yeah, because um, there was one scene where Davy's cleaning up trash, and his father's like, "Oh, make sure it's clean. It's those damn raccoons. Make sure you put the brick on the lid." Yeah. Um, apparently, this town's got a raccoon problem. Is this Pawnee from Parks and Rec? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, I'm glad that where I live, um, I don't have to deal with raccoons. Yeah, I mean, right. I think even like nowadays, they, I don't think they'll be able to tip over the the trash cans that we have. Yeah, they're not. I made guess out of, like tin, like yeah. these ones in this movie are. Mm-hmm. But so, um, yeah, so they're following him around. They get his schedule down. There, um, they have this everything written down, and. They decide to yeah, it's over two nights and then yep. they wait for his nightly jog. They they see him taking his trash out, they're like, Oh, I wonder what that is. Uh Davy <laughs> at least. It was like he's he's interested in that shit. He was like, they're like, We're not digging through his trash. He's like, There could be evidence and there could be fingers or um bloody, bloody bandages or something. Yeah. Um, so they're like, Okay, you dig through it then. It's the Davy's digging through the trash. He's like, you can't clean that up. He's like, well, I'll just blame it on the raccoons. <laughs> um, so, uh, right after this guy leaves for his 11 p.m. jog, uh, which yeah, is a little strange. Yeah, it's just like, I understand, like, morning jogs, but 11 at night? Yeah, right? Um, uh, usually people are going to be jogging at night. It's literally, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or some weird shit. I, yeah, right? I've like known before getting ready who, for work. Yeah, like I've known people who jog and stuff, but they would never go at night. I think the latest yeah. they would go was like nine, because um, yeah. that's when it's it's dark, but it's not completely dark, especially during the summer. Exactly, but yeah. So as you mentioned, uh, Eats brother, um, his name slipped my mind. Uh, uh, I think it's Taylor. Tyler. Tyler, something I like that. I didn't write down um, his name because he was not really that important. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not super important. Um, the, except for the fact that he gives them a little bit of information. But yeah, that's he literally, works with, literally it. Yeah, it's his twenty-one-year-old brother who they think is just kind of a piece of shit, to be honest. Um, but or I think it was Nikki that thinks that not like him, but he works at a hardware store and he reported to them that pounds of dirt pickaxes um yeah. so but yeah uh they dig through his trash um while he's on his nightly jog and then uh it got, we go to a scene i believe where um it's with woody he goes home you ask davy actually he's like uh oh, can i stay at your house tonight which i remember doing that as a kid not for like the same reasons but like you no, know it's like okay oh, stay at your place like... yeah his mom was either like just worked constantly or she was a drunk i couldn't quite figure it out um yeah um because i remember the mention- that for a second because i thought maybe he was drunk but i didn't really see any booze on the table i don't think i think i saw like a cup but i think it was a coffee 
Yeah. But she was also in, I think, like a, a waitress uniform. Yeah. And she's sitting on the couch, and she's just bawling her eyes out, and she looks exhausted and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I couldn't make it out if she, I don't she know probably... if maybe she was beat. Maybe yeah. she had, like, a boyfriend or something. We don't know about that. If she was exhausted from a work, from work, or if she was a drunk. But they even say later on, I think, that she was worked off, like, just sleeping off, like, a 36-hour shift. That just, I think it was, it's either she was in, like, a nurse's outfit or a waitress outfit. They, they always, two always kind of confuse me because they kind of look exactly the same. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, she could just, uh, sorry, it's, like, cutting out. Um, it's okay. But, yeah. It'll, it'll pick back up. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love um, Zoom. Yeah, right. Either way, Woody, he doesn't have, like, the best home life. Um, So, he asks Davey, he's like, can I stay at your house tonight? I, you know, I don't want to be there at my house tonight. So, yeah. he goes, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's fine. So, he goes home, he grabs his stuff, he, like, puts a blanket over his mom. um, And then uh, we've cut to Davey, he's at home, alone again. Um, I think his parents are alone again. <laughs> Boys alone all the time. I, I kind of feel bad, but at, at the same time, when I was younger, I kind of liked being alone. I still kind of yeah, feel right. Bad. Nice once in a while. Yeah. But, um. So Davy hears a knock at the door. Uh, expecting it to be Woody, but yeah, it's like it super is. late too, isn't it? It's like twelve. Yeah. O'clock. Yeah, it's like midnight. Um. So he he's not expecting anyone but Woody. Um. He opens the door and it's his neighbor Nikki, the attractive <laughs> girl next door. <laughs> um uh but yeah. And she just helps her, walks right into his house, opens a fridge, grabs a beer, and walks up and right into his room and starts uh um using his binoculars, checking out his view because she knows what's up. She knows he yeah. can see into our bedroom at this point. Yeah. You know what's kind of, you ever see the movie uh Disturbia? Yes, I have. It kind of reminds yes. me of that movie where um, wow, he was that's spying a on movie the. I haven't seen in a long time. Didn't it have like Shia LaBeouf in it. Yeah, yeah, Shia LaBeouf, and then um, I forget who the other dude was, but yeah, that was um, like I liked it. Wow, throwback it movie, was a... right? Um, Serbia. But yeah, I, when she started coming into his house and like looking at playing with all this shit and like you know looking out through his binoculars, I, I kind of thought about that movie because that same thing happens. Yeah, but, there's um, a lot of flirting that happens in the scene too. Oh a yeah, a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, so he's just kind of like, "What are you doing here?" Um, as she's you know making herself at home and she's kind of flirting with him. Um, uh, and leave. Let's see. I think yeah, uh, so, his parents come home yep, and she has yeah. to. Uh, They're about to like kiss. Yeah, so she climbs out the window and dips. Uh. And then after that, her his parents get home. She's gone. Yeah. We cut to another teenage boy in the middle of the night. Which I outside. thought this was Woody. I thought yeah, this was I thought Woody at first. Me too. Um, but yeah, we got another teenage boy. He's uh just running away. You don't know what he's running from. Um, but he's in the middle of the night in like this like alley or something. And it's like, what are you doing out here, kid? Yeah, exactly. Um, but. And then 
he sees him, he stops, he sees nothing, and all of a sudden you get an arm that comes off the screen, puts a cloth, I assume with chloroform or something of that nature. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, it's got to be chloroform. There's like nothing else you're really going to use other than yeah. that. Uh, and pulls him off screen. Uh, and I think we hear like a van door or something open up too, or like a car yep, door. Yeah, you hear a car door shut and then a car drive off, I believe. Um, that's that for that scene. And then um, I believe this is when they convince Woody to steal his mom's car. Yes, which is actually kind of um, Yeah. Uh, like, you look 30, man. You're fine. You look just like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, those moms passed out. Presumably from overworking. Yeah, 36-hour shift, if you guys can believe yeah. that. Right. Um, God, I, I would kill ever. myself. I would just kill <laughs> yeah. myself. That's too much. I'm all set with that. Um, she's dedicated, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, So they decide, they convince Woody, who's not so sure of the idea at first, to steal his mom's car, and they decide to tail Mackie while he's out doing his errands. Um. They follow him to the hardware store where each brother works, and they come across him loading pounds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds of dirt into his cruiser. Yeah, it's um, just like, hmm. The pickaxe, shovels, you name it. Like, um, that's like a, a lot of dirt, and I'm kind of surprised that the car can hold that much. I know, right? Especially in a trunk. Like, it doesn't really weigh it down that much. You would think that the whole back end of... And just sink. <laughs> yeah, the car would just be like, okay, I can't go. But nope. All right. And then he loads in like shovels and pickaxes and stuff like that. Ugh. So much. Like, I. If I was the owner of that store, like, I, I would be happy. Like, okay, this guy's giving us a lot of business. Okay. He's yep. giving us a lot of money and all this other stuff. I understand he's a cop and whatnot. But that is a lot of dirt. A lot of tools that he's gathering almost on like a daily basis, I think is yeah. what they're saying, which is crazy. Yeah. I would I would be questioning that. I, I really would. Yeah. We'll find out where that comes on when that that's used for later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he leaves the hardware store and they're like, follow him, follow him. We're going to lose him. And so... He's driving, uh, you know, like any 15-year-old boy with no driving experience <laughs> is um, going like 10 miles an hour down the road. He's um, doing pretty good, though. Yeah. Better than my first time driving, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, they decide to tell him, and they lose him. Then they realize there's a police car behind them, and they hear the sirens. He's like, fuck. Shit. Shit, shit. I'm screwed. Um, they're like, it's gonna be Mackie. What if it's him? You know, we're fucked. Um, <laughs> he's gonna know we're following him. We're onto him. And um, see the police car door open. You just see some boots. Cuts mm-hmm. back to them. You see a little bit more of the officer's legs. Kind of keeps switching back a little yeah, bit. Some sus- um, suspense. Some suspense. Yeah. Um, and then the cop, the officer, he makes it up to the driver's side window. And he goes, I thought you were your dad. Um, <laughs> what are you doing with your mom's car? Does she know you have it? And um, he's like, she's sleeping and uh, we wanted some snacks. Um, he's like... Typical boy explanation. 
Yeah, right. Just want some snacks, man. <laughs> and they must know him, um, because he can call him Officer Cole. Like yeah. he knew his, he knew who they all were. Um, so one thing I have um, to add here is like they have a rear view mirror. They could have just mm-hmm. looked in the mirror and been like, Oh, it's this Officer Cole. Yeah, but right. Instead, <laughs> you're all just like looking forward like it's Mackie. Mackie. It's Mackie. It's like <laughs> just turn your head a little bit. Look in the mirror. Yeah, see. And there's your answer. <laughs> and then you would know who it is. That's just my little gripe with that um, scene right there, but I understand yeah. why they put that in there. Yeah, I mean, common sense in horror movies, I guess, like, doesn't always. <laughs> yeah, and plus they have to build suspense somewhere, somehow, yeah. you know. So then, um, yeah, after they get into contact with Officer Cole, they all go home. Then we go to another scene. Where uh, Faraday, I guess, stole some booze from his dad. Yep. I don't know what it was. It was kind of quick. I think I was it was whiskey. Re- what was it? I think it was like bourbon or whiskey or something. Yes, it looked like that. But I was trying to read the label, but they kept passing it around and covering it. So I yeah. wasn't able to um to see it. But it's funny because, like, Eats is like, oh, wow, you're finally using your brains for something. But he's <laughs> the one that takes the smallest sip. Everybody yeah, right. takes, like, a huge gulp. And then he's just like... Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's uh, really really good and all this other stuff. <laughs> but then uh they're saying like, Oh well we've been watching Mackie for weeks, man, and we haven't found anything and then Davy's like, But maybe we miss it the first time. So then they go back to Sammy's house. The dark and locked house next to Mackie's house. And then they go there and they realize door is unlocked. <laughs> they're like it's unlocked now, and Davey's what do we like, this do? was locked last time, dude, okay? And they're like, okay, well, first one in, and whatever, and then Eats like, well, dude, I was just kidding, I don't want to go in there. But then they all <laughs> just go in, and then all the lights don't work, and then it smells really bad, and it's like trash everywhere. Yep. And then they find out that Nikki's there. And then he's like, she's like, well, I'm house-sitting since they're, they're gone. They said that they're going to be gone for a while, so I'm here to house-sit. At this point, take care of the cats and. Not. At this point, I thought it was Nikki. I was like, <laughs> "It's Nikki. Nikki's yeah. killing everybody. It's the girl, guys." And like at this point, it kind of makes sense because we're focusing so much on on Nikki and Nikki's the best. Nikki is cute. Yeah, and we all want Nikki, and you're kind of just like, "It's Nikki, it's Nikki." And then this is when they also find out that Davy was telling the truth of every time he would say, "Yeah, I saw Nikki and told her about." what's going on and blah 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 and they're like wait a second you're actually talking to him and like yeah and also he's like he's like more of a man than any of you jerk offs will be <laughs> yeah and then she just goes around the corner and starts smiling and all that stuff then we get the next operation that they're doing is Davey wants to go plant a an old walkie talkie that they used over at Mackie's house so they're going to do that during a manhunt game which is weird considering that last time they didn't want to play a manhunt because they didn't have enough numbers, but now they want to play mm-hmm. manhunt. So I don't, I don't know. So they go there and we get some like sus- uh, suspenseful things of like Mackie like walking around and they're, they're watching them and we got people like uh, Davies on top of Woody and he's trying to put it on like the side like um, a vine thing that people have like on the side of their houses. I don't know what it's called. The vinyl. I think, I think it's just like like yeah, vinyl with like vines and stuff like that. Oh, I know you're talking about the lattice and yeah, yeah, and just wants to stick it there because that will pick it up the most. 
so he gets it there. Then they, uh, Davy gets down, and Mackie's just looking out the window and scares the shit out of Davy, and then he just <laughs> runs. He's like, "Dude, we're fucked. We're fucked." And saw then, me. Then they go back, and it's just Woody and Davy. I believe I think the other boys went home, and he's like, "I got to go back because the walkie's not working." So it's like, seriously, man, you couldn't have like I understand you're under pressure and all this other stuff, but you couldn't have like figured that out before you went back home. Just yeah, like, right. Like talk into it real quick and make sure it's working, or just like do it before you put it up there. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think he tested it at all. I think he just turned it on and turned it off, and that was it. So he goes there, and Mackie shows up behind him. We get like a little quick uh, jump scare again, and then Mackie's like, "Oh, I owe you money again. So just come in the back, and and I'll get it for you." And then Davy sees like a shovel, and what of- looks to be like a grave. It's like a freshly filled hole, yeah. Yeah, and the shovel's just there, and he like gets some money. And then Mackie also asks him, he's like, hey, I see you guys using these old walkies. Why don't you come get the old ones that we have, that I have that are out of commission now from the force, and they're still really, really good. They pick up everything, okay? Like, he pick, picks up everything, dude? Okay, I wonder, <laughs> you want them to take it because you want to know what they're doing. <laughs> that's probably, <laughs> that's like my thought process, like, yep. like come take this one. I, I won't tell you what the other actually. one is, so I know what you guys are doing. So it's a good good thing that Davey didn't take it, because I think that's exactly what he would have done in this movie. Would have been I didn't even think different. of that. That would have been a yeah, it would have been a nice like that would have twist been though. Completely different. That would have been cool. Yeah, he would have been stalking them. You know, would have yep. been like a back and forth type thing. Hmm. So uh, Davey's like, no, I'm good. He just takes the money and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go home. And then the walkie starts bugging out. He's like, oh, yeah, these things, <laughs> they really are really old, huh? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And then walks away. He's like, <laughs> He's like the offer we... still stands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we cut to the nighttime where Davey is still staking out, looking at the house, and then he sees Mackie in the window doing the exact same thing to him. And at this point, uh-huh. I'm just like, dude, he's fucked. Like, completely fucked. And then he, like, backs away. And he looks out again, and then the walkie-talkie is just on. Just chilling on the window. On the window. Uh, like, dude, this is great. I, I like that scene. Movie. I love where this movie's going right now. We need more of this, because it's kind of slow up until this point. It's yeah. like, okay, we're getting into the good shit That's now. when it starts to pick up, yeah. Yeah, then he he calls all his friends, like, dude, it's like 1 in the morning. You're going like, to wake up my mom. And he's like, we need to meet at the treehouse right now. So they all meet at the treehouse. Davey's like... Listen, Mackie knows what I'm doing. He knows he's on to me. He has the walkie-talkie. I can't do anything right now. You guys need to go out and follow him. So when he goes out for his jog, which is it must be the next day, I'm guessing, because yeah. they say that he goes out at 11, but then they're meeting up at 1 o'clock in the morning or yeah. whatever it is. So they must like talk about this, and it cuts to the next day of going through the plan. So Davey wants... Uh, Faraday and Woody to follow uh, Mackie to wherever he jogs to, and we find out it's a storage unit with a spare car and the dirt and all, I think the pickaxe and the shovel and some chemicals, which we'll find out what it is later. While uh, Eats and Davey are back at his house and they want to dig up what what Davy saw the other day, and make sure there's no body in it. They find out yep. there's nothing in there. Uh, then also Faraday and Woody get like a close call, 
uh, with Mackie because he hears like a noise outside and I guess they managed to run from where they're hiding from behind the, the garbage around the building very, very building, quickly. Yeah. So props on them for doing that, but I don't know how they did that without him not seeing. So then... All right, I would have gotten caught. <laughs> me too. So then after the hiding, um, Nike takes the car. They don't know where they're going. I think they try walking uh, the the boys, but I think they're throwing dirt on the walkies so they don't hear it. So we then they decide to go and look in his shed, and David can't unlock it because it's locked, but he's like, hey, I know how to do this, I man. This. <laughs> I unlock doors all the time. What are you talking about? Just let me do it. So he just unlocks it with one uh, I think it's a bobby pin, which I always thought you needed two things. You just need a bobby pin and then something else to... Like a screwdriver or like something, yeah. It. So, I don't know. Maybe that's what I found like a, another new like meta way of unlocking locks. He said he, I think in one part he says, he's like, oh, I just jiggle it around a lot and yeah, it eventually like, opens. <laughs> just, just, okay, guys, if you want to lock a door, just stick something in there and jiggle it a lot and then it'll eventually just let <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm going to try that <laughs> to see if it actually works. Yeah, right. <laughs> So they go in there, and Davy sees Dusty's bloody shirt. The shirt that he saw in uh, Mackie's house some odd weeks ago. Must have, It has to be like a month ago at this point. Yeah. And then they get jump-scared by Faraday and Woody. And oh, yeah. Blah. Well, we found the shirt. Then they go back to uh, Davy's house, and they talk about what they found. And Woody's like, I see this this chemical, and he like spells it out, and then Faraday oh, like, Noah. He's like, dude, <laughs> this is chemicals to like break down, like flesh and bones and stuff that they use at like I yep. guess he said like roadkill. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Places which is like there's a place where they put roadkill. So I don't know. I thought they just like sodium hydroxide is what it was. Yeah. So they. Um. Decide that okay, so this guy's up to something because it hides the smell, and it also just decomposes like pretty much anything. Yep. Apparently, I don't know if that's actually real. I think I so. I didn't look that up, so that's something I probably should have looked up to see um, if that chemical actually does what they're saying it does. Yeah, I think that's the same stuff they use in Breaking Bad too. Um, if yeah, you ever seen actually, Breaking yeah, I Bad, think so too. Yeah. But so yeah. they talk about that, and then Davy's like. He's, I got good news for you, Woody. Time to tell my parents. It's like, oh, yep. <laughs> at this point, though, I don't think that's enough evidence. I think he needs something that they can see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe like if hard they concrete, something. Like... I mean, I think at that during this time, cameras would have made a lot of noise and would have been really, really bright. Maybe that's <laughs> not something you should have done, but no. Like, what could they have brought back to the parents to make them actually believe? To convince them, yeah. Like, That's... they showed him the shirt, but that also doesn't mean anything, because even, like, the dad's just like, well, the shirt doesn't really prove anything, man. Yeah. So, um, he's like, you guys are going to go home and tell your parents what happened, and I'm going to call them, let them make sure they know what's going to happen. And Davy, you're grounded until further notice. So he's yep. like, we're going to go over to Mackie's house, and you're going to tell him exactly what you did, and you're going to apologize. So that's what they do. Mackie's just like, oh, so it's... No problem. But are boys being boys, you know? Like when I was yeah. their age, I was doing like the exact same thing and all this other stuff. And then uh, this is when shit gets even worse for Davey. 
Because the next day, Mackie shows up at Davy's house. And before I talk about what happens here, I think before when uh, Randall, which I think is Davy's father's name, yep. is talking to Mackie, he's like, "You want? I can show you, tell you whose shirt that is, and I can call him right now. It's my yeah. nephew. He was just here, and he was helping with something, and he just cut his hand, and so I just put it, I just put it away." So now, fast forwarding back to when Mackie shows up at Davy's house, he's like. Is there anything I can do to lighten the sentence? Can I talk to your parents? Or anything? Like that? Is there anything I can do? And Davy's like, you're taking me up on an offer of calling your your nephew, and to actually explain to me what happened. And Mackie's like, well, in order for me to do that, I kind of need to get in the house. And the Davy's like, no, 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 no. My, my our cord is you got like a long cord. Way, <laughs> way too long, dude. I can bring it to you. <laughs> Takes the phone, and as he's grabbing it, Mackie just steps in the house anyway. And we get some like really eerie music, and I think even at this point, Davy's house lights are off too. Like there's like no lights yeah. in the house at all. What is up with these people not having lights in their house? I understand it's during not the just day. Just their electric bills. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But um, he brings the phone to Mackie, and Mackie is like, "Oh, well, my son, I think he says lives in like Seattle or something." I was like, so it's he's probably might be at a game right now because of the time difference. So <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna call. This rings and rings and rings and rings. He's like, well, okay, no one answered. So, um, but and then he's like, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk to your parents anyway. I'm gonna get this uh, sentence lightened for you, and I'm gonna do everything I can. And also, Davy, I'm gonna make sure I catch that dude. He's like, okay, <laughs> uh, thank you. But Davy, being a conspiracy theorist and being the smart one, decides to call the operator, which I didn't know you could do this. Yeah, me either. Calls the operator's like, hey, operator, can you tell me the last number that was dialed on this phone? So he writes it down, and then he realizes, next to all Mackie's- the other numbers that his parents wrote down for him, it was Mackie's own house. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, Aaron, what are you thinking? Like, what's going through your mind? Like, are you expecting that- something really bad to happen? Are you expecting them to actually get evidence this time? Like, wh- what are you thinking? Well... Mackie's definitely being shady. Um, I feel like at this point, um, 100%. like why, like why, you know, if it's really your nephew, you know, why do you need to fake a phone call? And yes, exactly. You know, but um, so he's there's something definitely going on with him. Um, but I think Davy's definitely very um determined to get some hard evidence on this guy. Yeah. So I, he's he's starting to. Make a break in the game. Yeah, I also have to say, like the the actor who plays um, Mackie, um, Rich yeah. Summer, he I think every time he's in frame, he just steals the movie. His voice is great. He has a mm-hmm. great look. He does creepy and weird very very well, and he has that smile and that yeah. face. It's just like okay, this guy he's got something, something uh, something in his closet, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, it's very, it's very I good. Agree. I re- I really like his acting in this movie. But uh, back to what you're saying. Good. Um, oh, but yeah, no, he's definitely he's there's something going on, and Davies he's getting there. He's getting close. Um, he's determined. Find it. <laughs> he knows at exactly. this point. <laughs> but and, uh, I, I believe... will let you carry on what happens next in this uh. 
film, this is when everything is kind of out on the table and it starts going really in a way different direction than the rest of the and movie expect, was. Yeah. It, um, in some ways it kind of falls apart and then in some ways it still kind of holds itself, I feel mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But then we cut to the TV, I believe, yep. and Mackie is doing a broadcast or like a, you know, like a big announcement and uh, he supposedly catches the killer. They say they have somebody in custody. I they think this arrested is the same somebody. day, too, that he saw. Yeah, Davey. I think it's like immediately after. Hmm. But yeah, okay, dude. So, <laughs> right? Um, like at least give it some time, or you know. But I guess if you're trying to cover up murders, supposedly, you know, or maybe covering up murders, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You got to get somebody. Want to make there. it look realistic, but oh, uh, um, but yeah. So he sees him on TV and he's like, oh, this piece of shit. Because <laughs> uh, he's convinced, you know, he's like, he's the killer. He's the killer. Yeah. I think um, he also has like the walkie on too, right? So his friends can hear yep. him. Yeah. So he's talking to his friends. Uh, he gathers them together. He's like, we got to go on one more mission. He's like, I need you guys. Um, yep. You know, he's like, Kinda I'm like the last grounded. Chance. Yeah. Um, and they're hesitant at first, you know, they don't want any more part of this. They've already, you know, they already almost got, or Davey's already grounded. They already got lectured and trouble. Uh, they don't want to lose their summers too. So they're like, nah, man, you're on your own on this. And then he manages to convince them and they, they, they end up agreeing to help him out. Yeah. Which I think is also kind of a solid plan too, that that they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. For like, he's very smart. (laughs) Yeah, so covers everything you possibly mm-hmm. can. So, but yeah, they come up with a plan uh, to. Um, there's like this big town festival that uh, Mackie that the whole town goes to. So nobody's gonna be home at that point. They plan to steal um, Davy's dad's um, news camera, which yeah. in the previously in the movie he's told him he's like it's off limits. It belongs to the company. You're not allowed to touch it. Um, which also what's really weird is that you think his dad would have that because it's a festival you think it'd be doing like coverage of the fest yeah right but i don't know i don't know (laughs) but yeah so davy's stuck home alone again because his parents decide to go to this festival without him he's grounded for the summer or until further notice yep uh so they come up with a plan foolproof foolproof um plan <laughs> which i mean like you said it's a pretty solid plan but yeah they totally. wait they know they know mackie's gonna be there everybody's gonna be there so nobody's around um he's like we're gonna go in his house we're gonna look in his basement and i'm gonna get video footage of whatever's in there and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna out this guy that you know people are gonna know what he is yeah it's um, like he's he's gonna he's gonna show his true colors yeah so um but yeah, so they he, their plan is they have I believe it's um uh the nerdy kid I forget his name Faraday Faraday I yeah it's kind of a strange yeah that's another like, thing with this movie is like you kind of don't grasp onto their names until maybe the second time you watch this movie yeah which is weird because usually movies like this they want to get you to know the characters' names like immediately but there was like mm-hmm. I wasn't really completely familiarized with everybody's names Ooh, everyone until was, yeah. 
the end of the movie, which yeah, I think same. is not a good thing. I wish they provided a little more background, you know, like, mm-hmm. so you can kind of, like, get to know the characters a little bit more. Like, um, I was reading other people's reviews on the movie, too, and like I said, like, you know, they'd wish that it showed, like, how they became friends or why they're friends, why, you know, instead of, like, rather just, like, they're just tolerating each other and just, yeah. like, group like of we kids. Ca- we kind of see into the background of, like, we saw Woody's background of, like, what he kind of yeah. deals with at home, and then we also kind of see Eats. But we never see Faraday. We see him walking with his parents to the fest, which is at this point. But that's yeah. it. We don't really yeah. know anything. Not of, a lot of background of anything. We we have way more Davy and not enough of the rest of the group. It's like yeah. Davy and Nikki. They try to focus on a little too much. I feel. Do we even yeah. we are familiar with Nikki more than we're familiar with the rest of the group? I know, right? You know, she's not even in as much as they are. I feel no. like. <laughs> But, yeah, so they get Farrah away. He's at the festival with his parents, so they make that part of the plan. They're like, Mackie's going to be there. I want you to tell him, you know, keep an eye on him. Give Just give us a heads up, you know, if he leaves early or something. Um, So, and then we got um, Davey and Woody. Um, They decide they're going to go into the house. And then they got... Um, Eats. He's down the street at a bus stop. Um, yeah, just keep to look out too. Like, hey, sit there and just uh, you know look pretty. You know, make noise if uh, so. But anyways, they're outside the house. They open a window and um, uh, Davy's like, uh, you know, uh, Woody. He's like, hold the window open for me. I'm climbing. I'm going in. He's like, he's like, well, wait for me. Hold the window. I'm coming in too. He's like, no. He's like, <laughs> Like I'm not letting my best friend go in there alone. So like that's a good friend, dude. Like I yeah, I'm if I had to put myself in the shoes of, I would say Woody at this point. Like I yeah. don't want to be Davy. If I was Woody, I would have been like, hey, go go have fun. I I'll, yeah right. I'll be I'll just <laughs> knock on this window if I see anything. It's like yeah right. Whatever, man. But, um, That's the extent of my uh, my involvement. <laughs> yeah, so I have to give Woody some props at this point of yeah. being a true friend and really like, and just being sticking through him all the way. And I have sticking. to say, guys, pay attention because the reason why they're doing this with Woody is because they're trying to get you to like him a little bit more in this part, okay? But that's that's all I'm saying <laughs> because we'll get to it. But at this point, they really want you to try to. Get a feel for him and yeah, and they get to know him. Also, if I have to really think about it, I think they tried doing that throughout the movie already, um, more than like the rest of it because kind of sympathize for him. Yeah, because his his mother. He's also, I think, with Davy the most, but at this point, it's like they're really trying to be like, okay, focus a little bit more on Woody. Like I said, that's all I'm saying until we get to the to the, (laughs) but. Anyways, so they both go into the house. Um, they're both in. The window's shut, and we got another jump scare. And <laughs> who is it? Scares. But Nikki, again. These... And they're like, "What?" <laughs> they're like, "You got to stop doing that shit. Why do you keep doing that?" She's like, "It's so easy to get you guys." And like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "I want to help." She's like, "I thought you didn't believe it. You know, believe me." And she's like, "Well, yeah. you know, you're like one of the only people left in town. You know that." You know, I 
actually like to be around. You know, I want you know, I don't want anything happening to you. Mm-hmm. So, and but, like um, also like I was saying before, how I thought Nikki was the killer at this point. I thought Nikki was helping Mackie because like why the hell would she yeah, be right? in his house after they entered? Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's. I don't know. She's kind of she's girl. Yes. She <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Then got Faraway, who's at the festival, and he's watching Mackie, and he realizes all the gardening supplies he buys, all the dirt, all the shovels, and pickaxes were actually Man. for a police project to beautify the piers and plant flowers. Like thousands and thousands of flowers, I guess. Um, so he's freaking out. He's like, oh, well, he's not the killer. That's, you know, <laughs> that just that settles it. And so he walks over to Davey. And he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, we got bad news or something like that. He's yeah. like, he's, you know, he's not the killer. He's like, you need to get out of there. And um, he's like, I'm done, basically. Um, so then. Um, Davey's like, he's like, no, I'm not convinced. Um, he's like, I'm going to keep looking. Yeah, so good they on go him. Further. Yeah. Good on him, you know. Like, I already came this far, dude. I'm in the house. I'm fucking going. I don't care. Yeah, right. I would be the I'm same I'm going to look way. anyway. <laughs> so, they go into the basement, and they find a locked door. Uh, Davey remembers a little lesson that Eats gave him, and just wiggled a bobby pin into the door, and it just happens to open for him. And he's like, where'd you learn to do that? Would each teach you that? And he's like, uh, yeah, don't worry about it or something like that. It's like, uh-huh. stick it in there and wiggle it, boys. <laughs> um, life advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they get that open. Um, and Eats is chilling on the bench at the bus stop with his headphones in, listening to his music. And he's also um, kind of falling asleep. Yeah, he's kind of starts dozing off. And now I'm... Um, all of a sudden, he he's like startled by something. It's like Faraway. He's like uh, something about like titties or something like that. Or he's like, <laughs> it's always about titties. Yeah. Um. And he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What are you doing?" Um. But and then, so they just start talking. He explains, sort of explains. He's like, "Yeah, um, Mackie's not the killer." He's like, "I'm out." Um. You know, Davy's crazy and yeah. Um. So and then. Eats at oh there was a one part too where right before this whole mission starts where Eats is leaving his house and his parents are fighting you can hear them oh, outside yeah, yeah. yelling throwing shit and uh, his older brother is out there by his car he's like oh you need a lift um limp dick or something like that and he's like fuck you um and he just yeah. starts walking away um yeah a little so, bit more backstory on another character but not enough yeah um you can see he kind of starts to tear up though he doesn't obviously what kid likes their parents to fight you know so exactly um and he his brother's basically just like making fun of him and calling him a bitch but so back to the mission though um uh he asks uh faraway he's like can i sleep at your house tonight he's like i do not want to be home tonight i don't want to witness a murder suicide or something like that um so he's like, he's like, yeah, that's fine. That's um, sad, though, so, man. Yeah, right? Imagine not wanting to be at your own house. Um, I mean, I've been there, but yeah, not to the point uh, where I thought someone was going to kill somebody, you know? But, yeah, so they unlock, they, they're exploring the basement. We cut back to the basement. They're exploring, and they discover yet another locked door. 
this guy, he's hiding something. Gotta be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but and it's a really so creepy it, room too that they walk into. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a really small, it's like a long room though. It's almost like a long rectangle. It's kind of a weird shape. Yeah, and I um, think they even say like, is this where he lived as a kid? Yeah, because it was and like, they're like pictures and a bed and dresser and yep, everything. It's just like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. So they find a baseball and it's addressed to Mackie from when he was a kid. It was like fifty four or fifty three or something like that. I forget what exactly what the year was. I think it was fifty four. Um. Yeah. So like thirty years before you know this whole thing's happening, and they're like, um, they're like, oh, I wonder if this is old bedroom or his childhood bedroom this is where he was this is where he was living um and then they're like oh these houses weren't built until you know after that so it couldn't have can't be um so then um they decide they find like a like a curtain almost like a shower curtain mm-hmm. i believe right yep yeah, um, I think they're in the they bathroom just, yeah it's like a bathroom or they look in the black the the yeah, the black room for the photos where they're developing and hanging, and they see pictures of who, but the missing kid. Um, and they're like, "Shit, that's like solid evidence here." So he's filming, yeah, and um, he's you know get footage of all these pictures, and he's like, "All right, let's get out of here." And they pull back a curtain. It's a decayed, half dead te- teenager just chilling in the bathtub. Yeah, I think that's Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. Oh no! I think it was um, is it Sammy? Is it? I think it's oh, Sammy maybe. that's half depo- de- uh, depo- decomposed, and then they come. They find um, they a hand grabs Nikki's leg, I believe it is, and she freaks out, and they realize it's Dusty, the other kid. Um, is it? I can't remember. I get them. Mixed I think up. I think um, the person who grabs them is the dude that we saw get grabbed, and I don't think that. Oh yeah, Dusty. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So, but so, yeah, they realized... must have, m- Dusty must have already like kind of like been like posed and like gotten rid of, yeah. or maybe he's in that tub. Like all the yeah. everything in the tub is just everybody. Who knows? Ugh. And then um, human yeah, soup. maybe Sammy is the the one that's actually that you see decomposed. But the maybe. person who grabs is definitely the dude that we saw get like abducted. Yeah. But and he's like, help me. They're like, what's going on here? Um, and they get footage of the, you know, the dead bodies and of him and all the pictures. So they're like, okay, we got what we need. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Um, so back to the police station. And they're all just like, fuck. They're like, oh, we're going to find this piece of shit. <laughs> they're like, they're, they know instantly. They're like, you know, he's got a dirty background or something like that. I'm pretty sure. But. Um, yeah, something like that. And another thing to add to is that we never actually saw the dude that Mackie uh, caught. We saw a picture of him. Yeah. But there was nothing on like the TV of like, this is who it is. And yeah, true. All this other stuff. And like, now he's in court or whatever. Like, we don't see any of that. It's just a picture. And then we cut to now Mackie is the actual killer. Yep. So. Imagine if, um, yeah. it, imagine if it wasn't Mackie, though. Oh, my God. I know, right? Like they went down there and they didn't see anything. I know. That's, I thought, honestly, I thought that's what was going to happen is they are going to search his house and everything was going to be gone. Yeah, but... I was kind of thinking that, too. It's like, okay, even, like, from reading, like, what this movie is, like, 
a conspiracy theorist teenager thinks that his neighbor, who's a police officer, is a serial killer. I thought at the end, everything was just going to be in his head. Yeah. Um, Which I think would have yeah. been really cool. Yeah, that would have been an interesting concept on it, or like take on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then another important part, they're upstairs in this house, and they see a pic- pictures of all kinds of people on his wall, they assume. Oh, they're family photos. Yeah, and Davey um, sees them in the beginning, even like says, like, oh, you have a really big family, huh? And then Mackie's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, you don't want to keep them too close because they'll come knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and he, he realize then he sees a picture of him and his parents and realizes they're all his victims. Pat, because he it shows flashbacks to like the milk carton and newspapers and stuff like that. And he realizes they're all the kids went they went missing. And he sees a picture of himself, and that's when he realizes he's he's next. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, crazy um, shit, man. That and that's when they showed the footage to the police, and they decide to search Mackie's house. Um. Yeah, and this part too, it's so weird because they set up, all the police are at Mackie's house, right? They don't set up yeah. anywhere else. They no roadblocks s- or anything. set up at his house and they're like, oh, we're just going to stay here until he comes home. Do you think, even if he wasn't a serial killer, if he was like a normal dude, do you think he's just going to come home knowing that there's every single cop in front of my house with the lights on and everything? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, fuck no, dude. I'm not going to go home. So, yeah, right. as they are st- uh, staking out, and Woody is sleeping over Davy's house, and then Davy's parents say, okay, well, the police are going to handle it from here. Everything's going to be fine. Let's go to sleep, and then we'll figure out everything else in the morning. And uh, by the way, I'm sorry that I doubted you and all this other stuff. And like, y- you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. So then they go to sleep. And like, dude, I fucking knew this. I fucking knew this <laughs> from the beginning. Mackie is just in the attic. He comes down. Goes over to Davy's room. Uh don't think he does anything to Woody, but we see him like chloroform Davy. Yep. Which is exactly what he did to the dude at the beginning of the movie that we saw. Then it Davy and Woody wake up. Now this, this right here feels like a completely different movie. As soon as we get to the car scene, it feels different. Oh yeah. I don't know if you get like a different feeling of it, but it's like they were trying to do two different things here because this feels more okay. Now we're in slasher territory, guys. Before we're just in sort of family friendly, this like crazy thriller movie. And now it's like we're in Slasherville, and here's Jason. Um, so this is where I think the movie kind of falls apart. Not gonna say it's not a good sequence because it is. It's a really good sequence. If the yeah. whole movie was like this, yeah. If exactly. I, um, so they wake up and they're like, "Where the hell am I?" They're in the car. They're tied up. Davy somehow unties unties Woody, and Woody unties Davy, and then. Mackie's outside, like, banging on the windows and stuff, and I guess he kept the doors unlocked because they wanted him to run. So, he's doing a, um, a a hunt, pretty much. Like, just go. Go, guys. Have fun. Go home. So, they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. They don't know where the hell they are. They kind of realize where they are. They're at, like, I forget what to say. They say a lake, some sort of lake, that they're like, oh, if we just keep running this way, we'll eventually hit the road or, or something that, like that. 
Yeah. So they're being hunted, and Snacky, you can hear them in the distance, and they kind of get close a little bit. They're hiding behind trees, whatnot. Then Davy's like, they reach a part where there's a bunch of, like, dead bodies and bones and stuff, and it's, like, all, like, swamp-like. Davy's like, I'm going to go and distract Mackie. You, Woody, you need to go back to the car and just get out of here and get help. Get help, yeah. So then Davy runs off and Woody runs, and then Davy manages to get his... Uh, attention! I forget what the hell he says. He says something to Mac. I think he calls him like an asshole or something like that. Like you're never he's gonna like catch he's me. Sick fuck or something like that. Yeah. So then he hides behind a tree while Woody's still running to the car. But Mackie, obviously, he's been in this woods millions of times, so he knows where people are gonna hide. And this comes up behind him and it's like slices him in at the ankle. So now Davy's like kind of rendered useless. He was only like wobbling. Then we cut back yeah. to where Woody is. And at this part, dude, this even feels like a different fucking movie. I know. Like, it just this, gets so dark so suddenly. I don't know if this was called for. I really don't. But Almost a little unnecessary, I feel. Yeah, it really is. It's like out of nowhere. It's like they were trying to go a completely different direction at this point. So then yeah. Woody makes it back to the car. But I think he trips. And then Mackie's behind him and he sees him. And then Mackie catches him. He, like, tackles him. Yeah, like, real hard, and then just slits his throat. And it, it's pretty vicious, and you see it, too, and it's just like, dude, why? I loved Woody. I know, right? Why? Like, this is what I was saying before, like, the whole, like, sequence before with him being at the house, mm-hmm. it's like, they're trying to really get you to like Woody. Everybody likes the fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, why? There was a part of me that's just like, this is fake. I think Woody isn't actually dead. Maybe see, Woody's that's what part I of this. Too. Like, my mind was just like, maybe he was part of this, and... Blah blah blah. Maybe he's related to, to Mackie and all this other stuff. Maybe Woody's the cousin or the nephew. And I was like, he's just gonna get up. So then Davy makes his way back to the car, finds Woody dead, Mackie nowhere. But then Mackie like grabs him and is like talking to him and is like, "I'm gonna haunt you for the rest of your fucking life." Okay, when I was your kid, I was doing <laughs> this exact same stuff. But now you're not gonna know where I am. You're gonna be looking over your shoulder. I'm going to be there. You don't know where I'm going to be, but I'm going to be there. And then meanwhile, we see Woody in like the back, like dead. And I kept thinking like, Woody, get up, get up, get up, get up. I know. Get up, Woody. Get up, dude. Just Please, get Woody, up. get up. Um, but um, then Mackie just lets Davey go. He's just like, let's go. He just drives off. Leaves him in the woods. And he's just like hobbling along. And then some dude, but it sucks too. Cause Woody's just left there. Yeah, you know? but I don't think they ever go back and and get him. At least we don't see that. Yeah, I mean, we probably just yeah. I would assume if this was a real life situation, I'd hope they'd go back and like yeah, his not body, just like, but leave like him. and then they'll find blame. all the other like bones and stuff and be like, "Whoa, this guy's really sick." Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So then a, a dude like picks up Davy on the side of the road. He's like, "You're right, dude," and brings him to a hospital. And then his parents meet him there. Then we get, like, a little bit of another sequence, like, the beginning of the movie. When Davey's talking about, like, the serial killer could be in a neighborhood. He could be your next-door neighbor. Anywhere. Yep. Not all these, like, little, um, I guess neighborhoods are all safe. Yeah. And we get end credits. And what got me, too, I love the quote at the end. He's like, serial killers left 
live next door to somebody. Yeah. Um, I think like that's pretty. Know. Like if you think about that deeply enough, maybe there is one next to us. Yeah. No. But. But yeah, like this is the like, ending, dude. I just don't. Yeah. After watching it two or three times, it still hits me in the same way. It's like this is a different movie. It's mm-hmm. a different movie. Yeah, it's like almost. Well, I guess that's one of the downsides to having multiple directors. You know, like everybody's got different like yeah, styles one, of. You talk about the directors because I didn't get any um, information on directors, so I'm gonna let Aaron talk about the people who actually were part of this uh, this film. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting, yeah, was the fact that there's multiple directors for this movie, um, which I I feel like that's not very common, but I also, like, I don't know, I guess it depends on... Did you but... find out why there was multiple directors? Um, no, I did not, um, but... I wonder if it was um, just, like, a group, and they were all just like, hey, let's all just direct this. Maybe it was, like, yeah, a shared right. effort. Well, if you look at the cover, um... Yeah, I have it on here. It says a film by K um yeah, yeah. RKSS. That must be like the first. So maybe it's initials. like a group or something. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe but... it's something they're trying to start. Like, hey, we're just a bunch of dudes who like to direct, and we all do it, and we all want to have like our own little yeah. input. So it's kind of like them doing like a an anthology in a way, even though it's not an yeah. anthology. You know what I mean? But yeah, two of them actually have the same last name, but there are three directors, um, which kind of I guess would makes sense as to why the movie switches like the direction so much you know but you know we got Francois Simard I'm not familiar with the name um yeah, but I, I think believe... these are all like unknowns yeah until, like now obviously yeah then you got Anouk or yeah Anouk uh Whistle but spelled like W-H-I-S-S-E-L-L then you got Yohan Carl Whistle um okay. I don't know if I'm not sure if those, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if those are, not, so it hmm. must be siblings, but, um, I'm trying to yeah. figure out, does it say where they, where they're from? That's what I'm actually, I'm going to look up right now, um, because I thought I read somewhere that was like an Indian film. Yeah, um, Francois Simard, uh, director and writer known for Turbo Kid in Summer of 84. Turbo Kid? That sounds yeah. familiar to me. Maybe I've seen that. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that was the one that was based on like a. It was originally like a cartoon or something. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think I definitely have seen that one. Um. But yeah. Um. Find out where he's. But uh. But anyway, this has like a bunch of yeah. different directors, and I want to go so into kind of the, place. the other actors because if we didn't do that, just because oh, yeah, yeah. there's not really many. So the main character, Davy, is played by Graham uh Rocheri. Sorry guys. Uh, once again I'm going to butcher these names, okay? I'm horrible with names. But <laughs> he starred in Stargirl and Fargo. I don't think I've seen any of those. He did look kinda of familiar to me, but those movies I don't know. I only put like two movies that I think people might know from uh where these actors are from. Then we have the person who plays Eats, who is Judah Lewis, which I don't know why I didn't catch on to this, because I've seen both of these movies. He played in yeah. Babysitter 1 and 2, the Netflix original. That's really I think I've seen fucking, the first one. It's really good. We need, we need to cover those, because those are also horror movies. 
And he was also in The Christmas Chronicles, which is also a Netflix original. Uh, he played Cole in, Babys- in, the ba- in Babysitter, who is the, also a main oh. character. Okay. So then well, we have the person who played Woody, who is Caleb Emery. And apparently he played in the Goosebumps movie with uh, J- Jack Black. But I think Wait, he was what? just a, a quick side note character. Oh, okay. Then we have the person who played Faraday, who is Cara, um, Corey uh, Gruder Andrew. And he starred in the CW's The 100. Never watched the show, but I know a lot of people said it was really good. I liked from what I've seen. And then this, I'm going to really butcher this name. I'm so sorry, guys. Then the person who played Nikki is Teria uh, Skoboy. I think that's how you Tira say that. Tira Scovby or Scovby. I don't know. I think she's like uh It sounds Swiss or something. French Canadian or something. Uh, but she also starred in Riverdale. And I did see that movie. She played, what did I say, Polly? She played Polly in that uh, yeah. in that series. Then we have Rich Summer who played Mackie. And he, I guess, was in Mad Men. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I never actually, I'm one of the few that has probably never watched a Mad Men. <laughs> I think I've seen like bits and pieces, but like never actually sat and watched. So, uh, yeah, me either. But that is uh, summer of '84. If I had to rate this movie, guys, I'm probably gonna put put this one really harsh. This might be my lowest rated one yet. I think I have to put it at least at a six. Yeah, a six out of ten blood splatters for uh, Dustin over here. I'm gonna. I th- I I really liked everything about it up until the end. To be honest, I can't. Um, aside from like you know, like I said, it almost like seemed like they switched genres like halfway through. But yes. Um. So that was kind of like weird. Um. It kind of throws you off a bit. But I'm gonna go with six out of ten as well. And another reason why I'm gonna do it is because of the all your your mom jokes that <laughs> no one says anymore. Um. The not enough background on the characters, except for Davey. Yeah. The weird ending that was completely different. I think I would have liked this movie a lot more if the whole movie was like that. If it yeah. had that same tone, it was as dark as that, and the dialogue was as dark as oh, that. Because yeah. even agree. like the way the characters talk are completely different than the rest of the film. Like Even Davey like, swearing and stuff. Davey didn't really swear that much. Yeah, and also like seeing them get cut and all the other stuff. It's just, I think it would have been a yeah. lot better if the whole film was kind of like that, because the rest <laughs> of the film was kind of light and kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and then it just follow. gets dark. Yeah, and then just automatically like completely shifts tones, completely. I mean, I would Which, love to see more stuff by this group of directors to see what else oh, they definitely. could do. But yeah. this movie, um, after watching it two or three times, it's just like I could probably not watch this again. I'll be okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't a bad movie. No, by all yeah. means, by all means, I don't want to say it was a bad movie. It was just—it's got its flaws, like any movie. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect movie. Exactly. Um, so, but. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I overall enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought it was really good. I just think they could have 
did a little bit more on the characters and stuff yeah. like that. I'm with you there. Um, but before we end, I want to talk about our guest for next month. Now that it's actually official, it's official. We got a date. <laughs> we don't have a time yet, but we have a date. We have a day. I didn't want to really talk about this until we had an actual date. So next month, well, actually this month, because it's May 1st. Oh, yeah, it is May now, huh? So May 18th, we are going to be having a really cool dude on. And he's from the UK. He likes to make hot sauces. And he loves horror. And his name is Dean of the Dead. He does hot sauces on Instagram. He's very, very active on Instagram. So if you guys want to check him out, I'm going to be linking him um, to everything from here until the 18th and probably even after then. So you guys can go check him out. Give him some um, some love. He is from the UK. So time zones are going to be a little bit weird once we start figuring this out. I don't know if it's going to be a live one just because of time zone differences, guys. So... Regardless, it's going to be uploaded on everything so everybody can, can hear it regardless. But um, yes, go check out Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Like, like hot sauce. Yes. and I can't wait to try it myself. I know. I know. I am going to order some stuff this week for uh, Aaron and I to test. And maybe we'll do it on uh, one of these before we meet him so that way we can kind of test the waters a little bit. Yeah. But um, that is it for Summer of 84. Aaron, is there anything you want to add before we end? It doesn't have to be about the movie. It could be about anything. Um, I'd just like to bring up the uh, the Patreon again. You know, um, every little bit helps. Uh, A lot of exclusive stuff over everything. there, guys. Yeah, uh, we got weekly episodes every Wednesday, as Dustin said. Um. You know, each episode's focused on a new subject. Last week we talked about Ice Nine Kills over Scream. So if you want to hear about that and our, you know, revisit about like three years later, then I actually know. have a topic for this week. Oh yeah. I want to talk about two of my favorite companies right now, Fright Rags and Cavity Colors. I'm actually wearing some Cavity Colors stuff right here, which I wear pretty much on a daily basis on stream and off stream. And they are great clothing companies. So I think if you guys want to learn a little bit more about them and what they offer and how awesome they are and how great their clothes are, consider being a Patreon today. For just $1, you guys get these episodes. Um, so go ahead and do that. That will be linked in all of the places this uh, podcast is uploaded to. So I think on that note, this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Aaron. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Stay spooky, guys. Don't do anything stupid. Have a good one. We do. (laughs) Bye-bye.